0: Today, I'm going to show you how to shorten your learning curve as a music producer in under 30 days with this simple framework. My name's Chris. I'm a music producer and songwriter from Sydney, Australia, signed to Mushroom Publishing. I've been in the industry for a little under a decade and I've had cuts with the likes of Sony, Universal, Mousetrap, The Voice, and I've had my music used by TV and game networks such as Showtime, Epic Games with Fortnite, and a bunch more. So let's dive into how you can speed up your learning curve as a music producer. Step number one is to develop your go-to palette of sounds. When it comes to sound selection, as music producers it's really important that we divide our time between experimenting with different sound combinations and sound palettes and organizing them so they're easily accessible when we go to create. So on the experimentation side you might be looking at things like snare clap combinations, kick 808 combinations, a set of polysynths with a set of pads and all of that sort of thing. So I specifically go through this kind of thing with a lot of my clients to make sure they're completely set up. We go through and handpick this stuff so they're just ready to go. I would often spend days if not weeks trying to categorize sounds and making sure that I've got the right ones at my disposal and they're easily accessible for when I'm in a session or if I'm on a bit of a deadline with a project and it needs to be done. So just as an example let's have a look at synths. So with something like Serum I'll be organizing everything into polysynths, plucks, pads, basses and you can do the same with drums. A lot of the producers that I work with I help them categorize this stuff. So when they're in the creative process they can just sort of get the ideas out as they want to. They're not sort of sifting through sounds and I really recommend you try this. It'll make the process of creating a Songs so much more enjoyable. So not only will we look at putting them into folders, but also look at different combinations and saving those tracks. In Ableton, you can actually save tracks and have them in your sidebar, which makes things really, really easy. If there's a way to do that in your DAW, I highly recommend it. So for example, if you have two separate tracks, one with your favorite kicks, one with your favorite 808s, you'll be able to categorize them, save them in racks, and say you want that exact sound combination again, it's easily accessible and you'll be on your way pretty quickly. I know a lot of people like to kind of start with a blank canvas as well and that's totally cool you can definitely take that approach but this just makes things a little bit easier especially if you're on the clock especially if you want to kind of start creating start improving getting more output this is really really important and you know you're never locked into those sounds like you don't have to use them forever you can always change this approach it's something that should be refined over time and once you sort of get a hang of what you really like the different combinations the different sound sets if you walk into a studio session you're gonna know exactly what you're doing you're gonna have your Sort of toolkit at your disposal. You're going to be ready to go. You're not going to be fumbling through snare sounds, bass sounds, and things like that. So that's step number one creating your go to palette of sounds. So that brings us to step number two of speeding up your learning curve replicate and analyze. What I recommend here is making sound alike versions of your favorite tracks. They might not be perfect or identical to the track you're trying to replicate every single time, but what this will do every time you're going to learn one new technique because you're not going to have the same thought process as another producer if you analyze the way they use space the way they kind of carve their frequencies out the way the low end sits or the way the high end sits perhaps even where the vocals sitting in comparison to the instrumental this is a massive game changer and of course this is just for learning purposes but it's super super useful you might even discover sort of new elements of your go-to sound palette from step number one that you can include and save there so this is a really powerful technique you will learn a lot you may even find that you can collect different sound palettes through doing this. So if you create sound-alike versions of a hip hop track, a dance track, and maybe a lo-fi track or something, you're gonna have three different sound palettes ready to go there. Save your drums from this song, save your instrumental from another song, and you'll have those sounds ready to go. So this is sort of building on step number one, but it is super useful. I've used this technique a whole heap, and no matter what level you're at, this will help you absorb the techniques used by pro producers. Okay, so moving to step number three, make a conscious decision to finish every track. Now, firstly, you have to establish what finishing a track means to you. If that means, you know, instrumental, vocal, completely fleshed out, great. Or if that means just the instrumental but completely structured out, that's great too. The idea is that you're not giving up on tracks as soon as they kind of don't work. The idea is that you're training yourself to fully flesh out tracks. This is really important because it reinforces a kind of positive creative habit that I think a lot of producers neglect. And if you can really learn to see that end product as a producer, that's a really invaluable skill to be able to kind of see where the song's going before you're even at that end point. And once you do that sort of over and over again, even on tracks you think you wouldn't ordinarily finish, this alone will enhance your skill set. because like step two, with every single track, you're gonna learn something new. So try to do this as much as possible. Whenever you start out an idea, try not to kind of float around on that same four bars, really try and flesh it out. Train yourself to finish songs and you're gonna notice a massive difference. It wasn't until I started working with artists and they kind of started asking for the song that's when I really started to think, okay, I've got to learn to finish things quickly. And once I started doing that, and you know, I was doing it under pressure at the time, which I think was really, really useful. That just kind of trained me to get things done, make decisions and believe in what I was creating a little bit more. So I highly recommend it as often as you can finish your tracks. So the final step is a monthly review. One thing you can do with every single track that you finish, which we did in step three, I recommend setting up four folders per month. So let's say we're in December, put week one, week two, week three, and week four, and every track you finish in that week, chuck it in the folder. Going through this process every single time, it allows you to assess your own work. And it's something I find producers don't do too often. So simply seeing where you were at week one and how your tracks ended up at week four is really, really important. And there are a few key questions that you can ask yourself to monitor your progress. Things like, Are my mixes cleaner? Do they convey more emotion? Are the drums hitting harder? Have I achieved a slightly louder mix? And of course it's subjective, but if you find that your earlier tracks are sounding better, find out what you were doing that's new and what you need to hone in on. So maybe you tried a new technique, maybe you tried a new plugin and you're still getting used to it. I used to find that all the time when I'd learn new techniques or try a new plugin, my mixes would kind of decline before they got any better because you're still learning the techniques, you're still learning the new plugins. So this is a great way to reflect on the work that you've been doing rather than just sort of starting an idea and throwing it away. This will help you monitor the progress and overall you're going to speed up your learning curve a great deal. So that's it for today's video. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow, like and subscribe and if you have any questions about today's video feel free to leave it in the comments or shoot me an email and I'll be glad to help out. See you soon.